There we go. We're All live. Right. Oh, now we're live. We're live, Clark. What's up, man? We got to say things now. Oh, shoot. Ah, darn it. Damn. How's your day going? Sunny you know, over there? Weather? It's sunny. It's cold. There you go. Fired up a few cups of coffee. I won't give a number because right. it's way too many. I hear right. that. Fifth cup. Cheers yeah. to everybody at home working on those cups. What are we here to talk about today, Clark? Let's talk about a little content. Content. Content that sells. Way more important, content that sells. Yeah. I think think we can have it established that most everybody that comes to LinkedIn, you know, is is definitely coming to LinkedIn to create content. But if you are here today, then we are focused on creating content that actually sells. So we're not going to be talking about the linky dink stuff, the influencer stuff, none of that. No going viral. None of that's going to be talked about. We just no. want to talk about making money. Making oh, money. Right? That's it. That's it. It feels like, you know, and if and if you are here to this show, then you know the whole point of copywriting, of creating content on LinkedIn is to convince somebody to get out their wallet and hand you money. That's why we're all here today, right? Great copywriting gets you a desired result. I love it. I love it. Adam, we got Bradley, we got Sage. Okay, go ahead. Adam, I just want to say, I want to tell everybody, as I'm introing this, the stuff we're going to teach you guys is powerful. You have to be really, like we're teaching you influence, the art of persuasion. We're getting into the psychology of things. We're going to give you foundational pieces so that no matter if you're writing an email, a message, a post, it doesn't matter what you're writing. We're going to help you write so that you can sell and resonate with your ICP. Absolutely. Give a little bit of a, of an intro for the people as people are strolling in. Yes, yes. Hello, everybody. Again, thank you for joining us. My name is Kevin Logan. Kevin Logan, how, a little bit about myself. So I'm an ex-Amazonian. I feel like I need to add that in, in front of everything. That's why I was there for a year, right? That's why we all go work at Fang, so we can say that. Ex-Amazonian who's been a recruiter for the last four years, building and growing uh, two agencies. Um, in that time, I have uh, helped, uh, man, probably over hundreds of people learn how to write along the way. Uh, I've coached candidates, and we've worked, of course, with with our hiring managers and organizations, um, like I said, building out our sourcing and recruiting agency. And Clark? I love it, man. I'm uh, Clark Wilcox, founder of Digital Recruiter, Digital Recruiter Talent Group that I run with uh, the wonderful Lauren D'Amato, who was a Digital Recruiter client. So it's kind of very meta uh, there and been in the industry for 10 years, started Aerotech, staffing, skill trades, general labor, nothing digital. I got active on LinkedIn during 2020, like me and everyone else. And so all the digital stuff lasts about four years for me. And and that's just, I, I love bringing some of the marketing stuff, the sales stuff, expanding some really good salespeople and recruiters, what they're doing offline and helping yep. them get more leads better clients, all that good stuff online. It is my passion. I love teaching people. I love seeing the light bulb moments happen. Yes, yes. And that's what I want to give here. We don't want to be fluff. Like I want to dive into it with the 30 minutes that we got yep. and just be, just be real. Like what actually works, what doesn't. I know there's a lot of people here that look at some content. And like, ah, I don't know how I feel about that. So yeah. let's, well, uh, let's dive you know, into what can actually works. To, to that point, we can dive in from right there. That's a good starting point. And that is, you know, to go from creating content to understanding how to create content that sells is a transformation of in itself. 
And luckily at this point, Clark and I have both seen, uh, you know, so many transformations at this point. It's kind of silly. And what we've seen is this, right? There are four principles of business systems. And these work no matter what. You cannot work outside these. Here they are. Number one, you got to get people to notice you. Okay. And you do that with your content. Number two, you got to get people to pay attention to you after you get them to notice you. Number three, you got to get them to trust you. And then number four, you have to convert that trust into money. And how do we do that? Here's the basis for it. You have to know your offer. Like we said, you got to get them to notice you, interact with your market on a regular basis, which goes to consistency, trusting your thought leadership, and converting on that trust. Can we break these down a little bit further, Clark? Yeah, let's let's do it. I'm going to... For the four that we're definitely going to cover in here, I think knowing yourself and your ICP's ideal client profile. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's I think if you're one of those like, well, we can recruit on anything, that's fine. But to sell and to convince your cold fifty people that don't know you, even your referrals, mm -hmm. right? Business you get through referral and all that, you probably want to hone in on at least what they care about and the role that they have, right? So like, instead of just kind of like, well, we can do anything versus well, what do you need, right? And Find yourself like, what's the answer to that question that you're getting a lot, right? From the industry, from the department, what candidates you like talking to, what roles do you like working on, right? That you're getting good clients that you can build off of. Really doing the work to do that versus just if you start posting content or automating or whatever without knowing yourself in your ICP, it's going to be tough. I think it's a, it's a recipe for disappointment with, with your outreach. Uh, so once you have that dialed in, get it on your profile, right? Make it clear your headline, your about section. As you start posting content, make sure your featured posts really speak to your market, right? Really optimize that profile. So when people are looking at your content, they're clicking on your profile. They they see there's congruency with the content and with your profile, the problems that you're solving. And it just makes it easier for them to reach out to you. And that is the inbound lead, right? If there's clarity on the problem that you solve. And then as they begin to trust you, you're the person they're going to reach out to. That's right. And I'm always a big fan of the why and foundational pieces. Why? Why would we do this? It's because, you know, the the more clear and more concise you are on that that ideal customer profile or that target audience that you're trying to reach, the more you get into their head, their emotions, their pain points and how they feel, the better you can express yourself with your words and it resonates with them. So I learned this uh, from the awesome Rob Gilbert. Uh, he was one of my first coaches. And we went through this, we went through this, this um, kind of this um, question answer where it's like, you know, what are, what are your clients' big dreams? What are their aspirations? What are their biggest fears? You know, what are, what are they thinking and feeling when, when these pain points are happening? Because the more that you we're thinking about that and we're thinking about how they're living their life with these pain points, the more we can express ourselves to speak directly to those things. And that's why we want to know your ICP, because we want to be able to speak about them so it feels like we're talking to them. The more we do that, the more we're going to resonate with them. So let me ask you a question, Clark. So that's one, right? But so, you know, we get a lot of people that we'll talk to, right? Their messaging will be on point. You know, they're, they're, they know exactly who the audience is. Everything is great. They're sending messages, but nobody is responding. And it has something to do with the profile. What's the importance of that LinkedIn profile and how do we connect those? Yeah, it, Showing, you know, the win, we're going to get into that, but I would say showing the wins, right? Really telling the story, right? Like mixing that 
personal with the business, with some of the practical stories, right? Just kind of showing what's underneath the hood in the recruiting process. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. Like, don't be afraid to kind of give the game away a little bit, right? And we're going to cover that in the techniques and the idea creation, right? And I think overcoming some of those objections or hurdles people have, right? Kind of those mental hurdles of like, I don't know if I want to like talk about all that. So maybe we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more, um, but let's move. We'll go to the next one here because I kind of want to break this down in terms of a, a story, you know, a client story, and then we'll kind of go through each piece of what works so we can really get into it. Really? I think you and I are going to, we're going to talk about every slide on this one side if we're not careful. That's just how we operate. Uh, and we made, you know, we made the pretty slide, so we got to make it happen. Um, all right. So Rachel, it, we got this case study came out on my feed yesterday. I think I posted about it. It's an awesome story. She forexed her revenue this year. It's her second year in recruiting. Um, the inbound lead flow was the key. I, I talked to her all the time. She looked at her outbound, her inbound, where she was getting from automation or email or everything else. Her best clients, most revenue and easiest to work with, best to work with was from LinkedIn inbound, right? And she, she came to us, she kind of had the profile was okay, right? She knew her niche, physical therapist, like that's who she was placing. She had been posting some content, but it's like how, how to really ramp that up, right? How to really like kind of, twist the knife a little bit so they were reaching out to her more right? and that's what we focused on and so we're going to go through exactly that process right all the fundamentals that we focused on with her that worked with her that's what we're going to kind of that's what we're going to go through what right? were and yeah. what were just real quick what were some of those initial pain points that you were able to help rachel kind of get through to to you know for this first bullet point to get 4x business growth yeah i think removing some, perspective. yeah i think removing the the some of the hurdles like what's relevant right they want to know the in like the skill sets, right? Physical therapist, you know, that she was one and turned into a recruiter. That's what she recruits. And we put a bunch of her wins on there, right? She'd only been doing it for about a year, but she had made dozens of placements. So let's show like the types of titles, the companies, the clinic size, because then your hiring manager, then candidates have, they put themselves in their shoes and that's what really started helping. And then the posts themselves were like, what are the pain points? She was just talking to us about what's the day-to-day -day like? in the clinic and the candidates and talk about sign-on bonuses and issues with offers and all the stuff that kind of happens across the board. But it was very yeah. unique to her and her voice and almost like kind of giving her permission to talk about these things. Right. I think that was a big, big one as well, which we'll, we'll, we'll discuss. No, that makes total sense. I mean, sending, sending messages all across the board to people that then go to your profile and see that you're, you're making placements. Not only are you making placements, but you're making them within the niche that they are, that, that you're, you know, that you're reaching out to. That's got to be impactful. That's it. That's how you stand out, right? Because recruiters is dime a dozen. It can be commoditized really easily, right? It's just like, hey, what's your fee? What's your fee? It's like, no, like we have the position of strength here. Kind of going into, you know, the profile, right? Like who do you serve? Where's the market active? Yep. Getting curious, right? Putting yourself in their shoes. What are the pain points? Right? So you're talking about that in content and then you're showing your competency in your about section. And like, it's just very clear and cut and dry. The pieces really start to come together. Now, how you know, from, from an ICP standpoint and it comes to content that sells, what type of content are you creating so that it resonates with them? So there is that opportunity for a sale down the road. It's a great question. I think what we can do, I mean, we, we'll get back to the profile. But let's see. Let's go. Let's go to contentainment. We're we're gonna skip around because it's our live and and why not? But the the type of content, right? This is the term that you use, and I love it. 
right? It's not content, it's like entertainment, right? People are scrolling on their feed. They're on LinkedIn, probably trying to avoid work or they're checking the job applications, which, you know, maybe quality candidates aren't coming through like, like usual, right? So what works? What type of content? Well, we want to make it, you can read it, right? A block of text isn't going to work. We need to start with that hook. Right, immediately capture capture their attention. We want some white space. I hear some people complaining about why are people spacing out all the posts and all that because it works, and it's easier to read, and that's why it works. Right, this isn't sophomore English class. Right, and you're reading Hemingway or Dickens or whatever, and writing a block of text and trying to get you know your five page essay in. This is like quick to the point, punchy, and you know make it easy to read so that you know read to the bottom, and then you have the CTA which some people use every post. I recommend every three to five, you know, hey, if this is an issue, reach out to us, right? You want to sprinkle in the call to actions, right? And then stick to one story, right? A lot of times you'll get to writing and you'll realize there's four or five, six different points you're making. Those are four to five different posts. So spread it out and look at yourself. If I was going to write content for a year and give this thing a year to work, right? Space out the post and make one point. Yeah, so my 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 injection to this is, you know, post formatting, right? I, I can't explain to people how important that is. You know, big blocks of text are ugly and I run away from them and most other people do. But there's more to that, right? Like, so I've done studies, I've done the research on this. I forget, I think it was a Northwestern study that indicated like the proper use of white space helps with comprehension increase, right? So people are going to comprehend. The more white space you have, the more people have time to actually comprehend what you said and then move on to the next thing versus just, it's like a run on sentence, right? It's gonna increase your interaction rate. We're in the internet age. People have a, an attention span of six seconds or less. That big block of text, it looks like it's just, it's one interaction versus many different interactions where it's like, you know, shorts versus like a long YouTube video, right? That's kind of how I see it. And then, you know, just just getting focused and attention. Same thing, we're, we're so used to seeing these short interactions, these these quick hitters that that's where we're at. And so that's what that white space provides is it really unclutters less distractions. And I mean, quite honestly, it's less ugly, but, um, but yeah, in terms of the hook, you know, I, I, I could probably spend um, hours upon hours, you know, um, sitting with this, but in terms of the hook, I think there's four things really fast because it's the most important part of the post after formatting urgency. When you're in the hook, you want to get some sense of urgency, right? Or you want to, that's that's one way that you can write a hook, right? Give the audience a reason to desire the benefit that you're looking to give them, okay? Usefulness. Is there something useful in the hook that you're saying that they can use in their day-to-day? Because if it is, then they're going to be like, oh gosh, I got to read this because this is something that I can use. Uniqueness. Is there something you're going to say that's unique? Something they've never heard before. You're putting two thoughts together. You're putting... You're putting cheese and Coke together. You're like, what? What does cheese and Coke do? I don't know, but it's unique. And then ultra specificity. You got to be ultra specific. Hey, recruiters out there, I'm talking to you. Now only recruiters are going to pay attention. So urgency, usefulness, uniqueness, and ultra specificity. If you use one of those, I promise you'll hook people so much better than you ever have. To build off those tremendous points that you made. I want to add sometimes the hook people like how do I they're just staring at a blank screen how do I come up with a headline just start writing most of the time my headline comes to me in the middle of the post that I'm writing and I'm like ooh, that's my headline I got to put that to the top so that's that's one thing that is that is huge and 
you mentioned about the recruiters. You and I are talking to recruiters, but for recruiters listening to this, make sure that I, I'm seeing this happen more and more. Recruiters are talking to other recruiters. Talk That's about right. you to talk to your hiring managers, or if you're looking for candidates, talk to your candidates, right? Don't fall in the trap of being Gary Vee or whatever else and being an influencer to recruiters. That's fine. You could monetize that, but monetize the hiring manager and the candidate, like figure that piece out, right? Make sure you're talking to them. And if you're coming, we'll, we'll talk about content ideas and all that, but you know, get record notes, all that, but make sure like, is this to recruiters or is this actually my ICP, right? And just be able to audit yourself there. And then the one last thing before we move on the CTA, this is the one piece. Oh my gosh. I have such an idea on this storytelling CTAs versus instructional CTAs. Think of any movie that you have ever watched. Did any one of those blockbuster movies have you have you go do something? Did it did it call you to action and do something? No, it left you with a feeling because it told a story and then it left you with the feeling at the end, right? There doesn't need to be some simple instruction, DM me, do this, but there can be a climactic ending. There can be a feeling that you leave people with. The way that you do that is you have to create a narrative for them, right? right? You have to provide, or you have to provide contrast, right? This is how this started, but here's how it's going now, right? Give them, give them a way to engage their brain so they could have their, tell their own story, tell the rest of the story, right? Yeah. Figure out a way that isn't, that isn't, that isn't telling them to do something because people are sick and tired of being told what to do. They just want to feel a certain way and then feel it's like selling versus buying. We want them to buy. We're not trying to sell them. Yeah. That's that's I mean, that's the the whole purpose of the inbound lead and the inbound process, right? Like they make it so good that they want to reach out, like they have to reach out, right? And they're writing their own story in their head versus the one that, as you said, you're telling them. It's Correct. so powerful, right? It, it, it is so powerful. And that you're you're driving, you're revealing the urgency, right? Because it's of the hundred, you know, yeah, hundred people that you're reaching out to say on LinkedIn or connecting with every week, maybe only two of them are ready to buy right now, right? But you're trying to get those two to reach back out. If you're doing that every week, that's how you start generating those inbound leads, right? And that's how you end up playing the numbers game, right? Which goes into consistency. Boom. Right. Boom. Seven to 10 touch points for someone to notice you or to respond to you, right? There's everyone kind of knows that number, right? It's whether it's five to 12, seven to 10, we've all kind of been told that as producers and it's sales, right? And so again, every post could be that, right? If we assume they're reading every three to five of our posts or whatever that number is, plus you have outreach going on. If you message them a couple times on LinkedIn and you reached out via email and cold call, right? You're incorporating all those touch points. But nothing is as simple to get instead of one to one, one to maybe a hundred. Even if you only have a couple hundred impressions on the post, if it's the right people are, are looking at that post, that's huge, right? Yeah. That's way more you can do there with just one phone call, right? So as you get to one to a thousand and one to two thousand, right? Yeah. Keep that in mind, right? Twice a week is going to put you in the top one percent of creators on LinkedIn, right? Engage in the comments. Right. Find people, your market, hiring managers or candidates that are posting consistently and interact with them yep. and always generate and take notes and ideas. Kevin, I know you got and, a million thoughts. No, you know, for me, consistency is the bedrock of any single thing we've ever done. Any skill that you it's, it's skill acquisition. It starts with consistency. It is the absolute key to being successful at life. I can absolutely promise every single person at home. If you come on LinkedIn, you show up ready to engage, to start conversation, 
It's going to be the most rewarding uses of your time for the bottom line in your personal brand than you could ever, ever imagine. And that's because we are solving a unique problem together, y'all. And oftentimes, I think that people think success, one of the one of the one of the variables in that is time, but it's not. You have to replace time with reps. It's reps plus knowledge equals success. Think of it like a gym, yo. How do you strengthen a muscle? It's not, you know what? This muscle is going to be big six months from now. It's I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do these many reps and these many sets. And over time, showing up three times a week, after six months, this muscle is going to be this big. It's going to be this dynamic. It's going to have memory, blah, 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 right? The exact same thing is with your writing. Every post you create, every piece of writing is a rep that enhances the wisdom because it's gaining insights. And now you're relating to your market. Every single post you put out there is a digital handshake. That's how you should be looking at it. Yeah. The the amount of times I get, I feel like I know you, or it's been two years since we talked, but I yeah. feel like I've gotten to know you better. It happens all the time. Right. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that person was paying attention or anything else. But it's just that consistency and it's finding your voice, finding a way to be authentic, coming up with those ideas. And if you're engaging in your market, right, it talks about the ICP, identifying that and getting on the phone with them, whether it's candidates, hiring managers, taking notes, taking really being intentional, taking a step back and like, what are the things that highlighted in the calls that you had, whether it's about interview process or sign on bonuses that are advertised, but that not paid out, right? Or people getting ghosted, like, just come up with those different stories, like always be doing that. And that's, it's the equivalent of coming up with how am I going to handle these cold calls? How am I going to do cold email? Like, it's in the same bucket and people, sometimes people separate it, but it's as valuable of a sales rep. Yeah. as a call, an email, or walking, in, you know, or going door to door. And one piece I, I do want to harp on before we move on is the engagement in your own comments. I want to, I, I just want to remind everybody that every single person that posts on LinkedIn, it is a labor of love for every single person. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have it automated. It's a labor of love. So if you post a con piece of content and you have people coming to your content and commenting, I highly recommend you respond in kind. They are absolutely wanting to start a conversation with you. You should try to start a conversation with them. Don't kill the conversation. Don't say thank you for commenting. That kills the conversation. Yeah. Find a way to keep the conversation going. Especially, look, we're here because we're writing content that sells. There are comments that sell too. If they are part of your target audience, that's, that's, that's content. Write a comment in kind, try to engage them in a conversation. You will be amazed how quickly those comments will turn into DMs that turn into leads that turn into sales. So remember that everybody that posts here, it's a labor of love. And, and when you go to somebody else's content to comment, remember that too. Like they're going to notice you. They're going to pay attention to you. They're going to appreciate that because we know how hard it is to comment on other people's stuff. So I just want everybody to keep that in mind. Yeah, that's going to be a whole other live of how that's to live. how to engage the comment section, how to turn content into conversations, right? Sales conversations. You know, this is kind of the just the writing piece in that presentation, but there's a whole interacting comments, you know, reaching out to people that like and comment and view your profile. Like that'll be a whole thing of like how to capitalize on that, how to capitalize on the increase of impressions and, and the profile views and all that good stuff. 
Uh, We're just giving people a whole bunch of setup, so when we do this punchline later, they'll be I ready. know, I know, <laughs> right? Uh, well, we're going to go to the profile because I want to make sure we cover that yeah, real quick. I know people have questions on that. I think I just want to give people visuals. Yep. Right? These are both people that added, you know, was it 400 and 500,000 of new business this year, posting content, doing outreach on LinkedIn. These are huge. And you know, like you see on the headlines, it's niche, right? The about section shows wins. It shows why they're in the game. Right, the they had the featured section. Right, you take your greatest hits, even if it's only three to five posts, even if it has four likes. If you know it hits a pain point, right, because the pain point type posts are going to get less likes, they're going to get less comments, but they're going to probably get more impressions. Right, put that on there. Right, imagine a new connection. What do you want them to see on the profile? Right, you have a director of sales that's going to go on your profile. What do you want them to see? Right, or director of engineering. Right, like you have to, you can control that in your profile, and really, you can control the story, right? The whole Michael Scott in the office, right? Like, you know, you get out in front of the press, right? Control the story, <laughs> like, but, but, like, seriously, like, this no, is the money maker, and and people, it's like we were talking about this last night, Kevin. It's like LinkedIn, like, really, I can make this much money from LinkedIn? Like, I know it sounds kind of goofy, but but it's an absolute game changer yeah. if you just. Take the time to fix the profile. Look at it as a landing page, not necessarily a resume, not necessarily a sales page, but like a, a landing page or a kind of maybe like a cover, like is. a more professional cover letter, you know, kind of a blend right. there. That's yeah. right. And, and overall, like, again, back to foundational, y'all know I like to talk that. The why. Why, right? And it's because, like Clark just told you, it is a landing page. And what do landing pages do? They want you to take one action. You want to set up your LinkedIn profile for one action to be taken. I do not know what that is, but let me tell you what mine is. Mine is I want you to DM me. And so if you read my headline, it'll get you to the about section. And I'm about to actually, well, anyway, that, I'll, I'll digress on that. If you read my headline, it takes you to the about section, which will probably take you to my experience. And then once you've gotten those three pieces to realize I am legit and who you need, then you're going to go ahead and DM me. Okay. So. You know, how are you, how are you writing your headline? How are you writing your about section? How does your experience section show? And when you're, when you are evaluating that, are, are you, are you sending multiple messages? Are you sending one message? What is the message you are getting from your, from your profile right now? Like if, if you're just coming to your profile and you're trying to figure out who they are and how they can help, does it answer that? And if not, you need to get clearer and clearer on who you are and who you serve and what's that one action that you want them to take. And that's a landing page. That's exact. A landing page takes you from the, from the top to the bottom so that you can click buy. That's exactly what you're doing. You want them to click buy. It is a marketing document, a sales page. And, and what I would say, I'm going to go to, to our recap. The landing page for a recruiter, we don't know if they're going to be, if it's going to be a good rec, a good client, all that. So, to Kevin's point, for most of you, it should just be get the conversation going, get the call going. Don't jump at the wreck. And I know this is kind of getting into the sales stuff, but just the goal is to generate the conversation and understand are they number one, you can find some target accounts through the inbound lead. Then you got to qualify them. Is this an A, B, or C prospect, A, B, or C order, right? Can I help them? Does it make sense to point them in the other direction? Right? You got to have to kind of build that confidence, but that's really the goal in terms of you create the content and then to stay congruent with how you're posting. Don't just immediately jump 
to do jump through hoops to get do whatever you can to get their business like have the patience have the discipline to really qualify them as a client when you like every step of the way and then you have that congruency in your inbound lead process it's going to resonate and then that's how you're going to get some great clients and some great leads congruency so so think about this y'all here's generally how the process works it's either it's generally one of two maybe three ways i can't think of the third i'll give you two one <laughs> of two ways the first way you create a piece of content it resonates with somebody out there that has a problem they are in a process of looking for an answer to their problem so they go to your profile if your profile is congruent with the content that you have just created then there's a good likelihood they'll reach out to you because they are looking for an answer to their problem yeah. but if it is not okay then you could write the best content in the world you could be the best copywriter you could be able to sell anybody but the moment they go to your landing page if you're selling them on recruiting services, but your landing page says you're a software engineer, it's like, wait, what? That doesn't make sense. And now you're making people use brain calories to make sense of what doesn't. And now you've lost. You have to make the process as frictionless and as easy as possible. So whether you are sending, whether that's a Dripify campaign, again, this is all content, by the way, content that sells. A message to your target audience is content. If you send the greatest freaking message and it speaks to everything they want and they go to your profile and it doesn't fit, they're not going to reply. So it's it's really wanting to see that the congruency of not only content that sells, but an optimized profile is your foundation to make that content sell. Well, it also is content. I mean, as you point, like your profile is content. Your message right. is content. Like everything right. can be and it's so Your headline is content. That's right. Your headline is your about section is content. Great point. everything. And so, I mean, we talk about that. What what should go in a message versus what should be a post, right? And all that. And that's, again, that's another live. And we're going to do a lot more of these. Um, but I, I want to make sure that we do the recap. Know yourself, your ICP. Yeah. LinkedIn profile, contentainment, consistency. Stay with it. It will work if you do those things over time, if you stay with it. Um, quickly, I want to, oh, let me get here. We got pre-order right now, of course, until next Monday night with the sales one, the content one. The content one has like 20 plus, not just like templates, like I do, but like how to actually create 20 topics on how to make it your own that are related to recruiting. So this is by recruiters for recruiters and sales producers. We got the sales one in there too. We're going to do a LinkedIn live on the sales piece on Monday with Keely Flood, our sales coach and digital recruiter um, content. For the content one, Kevin had a huge hand in building this out with me. Um, and also Ross, our, our internal copywriter and coach. Uh, so that's available for pre-order. So check that out. Put the link in the comments. And real think, quick, I'm not, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to bury the lead here. Okay. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Whoever's left. I, I don't know, but appreciate every single one of y'all for coming and chilling with and us. If you have questions, throw them in the chat. Yeah, please, please. Yeah. Happy to, happy to answer. We'll take a few minutes. Extra. But, um, not, let's not bury the lead. Okay. This content course is a foundational course. Yes, we are recruiters speaking to recruiters, and we know that, but we're also marketers. We are entrepreneurs. We are owner operators that have had to excuse the phrase, if we didn't kill it, we didn't eat, okay? So we've had to, we've had to wear so many hats, and we've had to eat dirt and rocks to get to this place to figure out what actually works. So what we're providing you is a foundational understanding of writing so that no matter if you're writing an email, a message to an ICP, your headline, your about section, or that post that's gonna resonate and connect, we're gonna teach you the psychology 
in the in the the no sorry the how the why and the what to connect that all and then we're going to teach you how to fish we don't want to give you fish we want to teach you how to fish so that for the next 10 to 15 years all we're talking about is the stories of how successful we've all been together so that's okay. i don't want to bury this lead here it's that, that impactful y'all it it is and you put we put a lot of time in all this and try to figure out what's the best way to get this information you know get this process out across the board right and i know not everyone can afford like the one-on-one -on -one coaching or the group coaching and we want to make it accessible as you can fight yeah. i know this is a tough year and this there's a lot of stuff flying around on what to do what to write N nothing can shortcut doing the work i want to be so adamant about that there's no cheat code there's no yeah, automation not going to save your life yeah. no. one month of posting isn't no. going to change your business no. all that it's doing these things for yeah. years and the compounding effect Right, you got to be all in in recruiting. So if you're all in and you want to be all in on this industry, this is this is for, and this is who it works for, right? Yeah. And and so if you have questions on that or anything else, message me, message Kevin. You know, you can check out the our profiles, our content, the podcast. Kevin and I did an episode together, right? You know, get to know us, right? And if you're looking at people, who should, who do I buy from? I always say buy from who you're gonna who you're willing to learn from, who you're gonna take coaching from. And I just want to add that piece so it's someone, you know, myself. I see Will McGee in the chat here. Hey, why don't you put up, up some of the comments up on the on the screen? Yeah, well, he got a good comment on here. Appreciate about you, Will. Yes. About type share. And I haven't used it, but it seems it, if he's recommending it, I'm sure it's probably pretty good. Yeah. We got a question coming in there. All right, Jack let's do it. Any suggestions for someone? Lean into it. You know, if you've if that's what you've done, if that's what you made placements for, yep. put those wins on the about yep. section. Really be clear with that with the headline. You know, talk about that. That's what you're seeing. Boots on the ground. Keep in mind, a lot of hiring managers and candidates have no idea what goes into a recruiting agency right. Right, day to day. They're just like, oh, you just find people. How hard yep. can that be, right? So if you're Jacqueline, if you're in it and you're passionate about it, which I can already tell from this question that you are, yep. lean into it and share that and people will resonate with that you're going to stand out as not just another agency but you're an agency works on nonprofits in the neurodiverse community and like that's the recruiter i want to work with because those are two you know those are two segments that are also passionate yeah. about what they're doing and so yeah. that's where that's where you're going to meet there's a i talked to this awesome this awesome friend of mine candace jurek um she works a lot with the neurodiverse community yes lean into it it's it's a niche area and it's an area that is absolutely needed. Jacqueline, you could be the go-to. You could be the go-to recruiter for the neurodiverse community. If you set up, you know, all the things we're talking about, which we go, you know, more in depth. But like Clark said, you know, lean into it with your content, lean into it with your headline, lean into it with your about section. In terms point. of, you know, that that one that one action that you want people to take. There's also that one idea you want people to have too, right? We, we want people to have an idea and an action to take. And, and they want to associate it with you. That's correct. Exactly. You're there the you one go. that gave it to them because that's the power, right? They're not used to recruiters teaching them anything or giving them any insights. Yes. Good. Well I, I, well, I, I got to add this one though. Hope that helps. But Jacqueline, if you want more, if, you, if you'd if li like to talk about that, please feel free to DM and we'd be happy to uh, discuss that with you. Where, where, do we, where does Brandon get a hat like that? uh uh, uh they're usually two for two for one right now um you know yeah h&m so it's it's not my normal not my normal zara you, you just uh, missed the black friday deal oh, yeah. i'm sorry 
But uh, Sage had a Sage had a good question yeah, too. Yeah, no, I'm throwing it on here. Yeah. Thoughts on pictures? On, all right, go ahead. You go first. And I'll go I haven't I haven't done it a lot. <laughs> it's I'm pretty sure by the LinkedIn algorithm, and I know that always changes. At some point in time, it was like the most effective post was a good text post with a good picture. Yep. That was relevant. Was always the most impactful. There was a whole selfie stage, which was somewhat yeah. unfortunate, uh, but that that did really well. Uh, the only selfie I posted was of my son, Wyatt. Who's six hey, there you old. go. Uh, and so it worked. Thank you. Yeah, it, it worked a lot better than just no one wants a selfie of my face. So, <laughs> uh, But pictures, I think if they tie to the story and it's, again, congruent to what yeah. you're writing and to your audience can be extremely impactful. And just people learn in different ways and people absorb in different ways. And pictures, obviously, one of them. Uh, so that would be my my quick thoughts. There. Here's what I'll say, Sage. There is a way to get everybody to like your picture. And there's a way to get half the people to be like, oh, that's cool. And half the people to be like, oh, I know exactly what you're doing. And we don't want to do the latter. Um, yep. Punchline. Yeah, we know exactly what you're doing. Yes. That's a we, great. And we should talk about hashtags real yes. quick as a spinoff. Before that we, stuff, but, yes. Yeah. yes, we know exactly what you're doing when you post that that selfie that looks that certain way. So what I do and no uh, dumb faces, feel, feel free to look through my content. I do a setup and a punchline. If there's going to be a picture, then the picture is – so if if my hook is can't believe what I just found out, then my face is going to be like, you know, or, or you know, happy times are called – or, you know, let's get into happy times. And now it's like my face – right? So it's matching them up. And so when I do that, though, if you look at my comments, I, I have so many people that are like, I love that your picture matches your post. And that's because so many people just throw up the, the thing that makes no sense. So if you can match them, they are honestly my best performing posts. There you go. Yeah. There's your alpha. Yeah. I would say in like pictures of like your company or what this is what we do, I, I'm not a huge fan of. No, I kind of no. don't want to scroll past the post. Me neither. Uh, but if it's it's related, it's huge. The one note I'll have on hashtags, it could be a whole other topic. You'll notice mine. I really don't have any. I like to make it a post where I'm talking directly to someone. Um, and not have a bunch of hashtags to me that triggers like, oh, this is a marketing post. Whereas like, I'd rather, I want you to engage with what I'm saying and think about that. I don't, I just, I don't care if I, I sell on a post or whatever. Like I, to me, the points and the insights are too important. Like I want you to pay attention and read it and like engage with it and think through it and like make it and be thought provoking. Um, there's, there's a time and a place. I'm sure they yeah. can be really effective, but that's where I'm much more like, sales and problem solving than marketing focused but that's that's personal preference dude i got a nuanced view on this three days ago okay yep so here's here's where i'm at i was a hundred and fifty thousand percent with you and then i found this out so linkedin's been changing a lot of things and i don't know if y'all noticed this and perhaps i'm late but did you know that you could go to the search bar and in the filter you can now filter for what people talk about and so if they have a, a hashtag that they talk about a lot, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, Fortune 500 founders that will take their own hashtag. And so you can, you can just take that hashtag they use on every single post and now you can get filtered all their posts. So in terms of like getting in front of the people you want to get in front of, that standpoint, <clears throat> for, for any people that use them, you have that filter where you can now, or you can filter hashtag staffing and recruiting, hashtag placements, hashtag marketing hashtag right so just another way to find your icp so from that standpoint interesting i don't know yeah. about your own i don't i don't use my own personally um i do understand the purpose of it and they still do work three or less y'all 
three or less. Yeah, it's uh, three or less. I, I don't know how many people are actually using that feature. That's like the, my rebuttal on it because they change all the time. So it's like, how do you keep up with that? Uh, at times, like, is the, is the ideal target market doing that? But again, that's why we also test everything, right? Test it for a couple of weeks, see what works, you know, kind of split test stuff. So but right. I, I want to wrap it up. This was that's awesome. Good. I know we went, well, about 10 minutes over just for the questions, but I appreciate everyone showing up. I think it was like 50 plus people showed up. Uh, so again, right. check it out. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more of these. We have a whole bunch of series planned out. Uh, so excited to do this a lot more in 2024. Uh, you know, check out the course link. You know, if, if you want 50% off for Monday, check that out. If you got any questions from your academy, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. did you say 50% off before Monday? I did by Monday at midnight. It's 50% off. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to get out there. Right. I know I kind of skipped by it. I, it's just, you know, uh, it's, just, it's there. If you want more, if you want like all the in-depth on headlines, call to actions, the why behind all this works, you know, no worry, you know we only get a few million impressions each year between, you know, each of us on, on content. So we might know a little something, but there's no pressure, uh, but it's a good, it's a good, it's going to be a little bit more than a starting kit. Honestly, it's, oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's pretty, it's pretty legit. There is a lot of stuff that'll that'll get your brain going and get some good stuff posted on there so no, I'm, I told I'm excited you, I, about it i truly believe both you can go through the whole way and I, I think you'll be more than well equipped to be able to write content that sells and sell recruiting anything you want you got it sage yeah. thank you so much bradley appreciate, appreciate you adam thank you Kristen, thank you jeff thank you will appreciate you jacqueline thank you for your question and brandon Yes, I'll, I'll let you know where the hat is. I'll DM you on the side. And then Tyler, What's up, thank man? you so much on the yeah. end. Nah, it's all good, Tyler. Every single person that came to show up, I just want y'all to know, this is a series. This is number one. We're going to do number two, three, four, five, and six. You're not done with us. So please, follow us along. Hit the follow button. Hey, hit the bell if you like what we said. You'll hear a lot more of it. Appreciate y'all. Have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. I, I can't keep track either. Oh, I mean, you know, things are crazy right now. So, yeah. Hey, Kevin, Thanks I appreciate fun. you, brother. This was Dude, fun. Appreciate you. This was fun. We'll talk soon. See you Thanks. guys. Bye.